Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Overflow Podcast, wherever you are and wherever you may be and however you may be listening. <laughs> we are here today for your listening enjoyment. My name is Brian, and I am surrounded today by three wonderful people, and I will start to my right. You can't see us, but trust me, I didn't make that up. This is Alex. Alex, how are you today, sir? I'm doing well, sir. All right. <laughs> and to his right is Miss Lauren, her second time with us. How are you, Lauren? I'm so well. I'm happy to be back. We are glad to have you. You're now a veteran. Yes. You're ready to roll. <laughs> and to my left, a very special guest who's <laughs> never been. A, this is it's almost like a riddle. Yay. Who has been on the show 40 times yet never been a guest? And that would be me. <laughs> Sally. Sally is with us today, but I get to be in the driver's seat and You're I may not relinquish it. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. So Sally, thank you for being here. Oh, thank you. And this is going to be fun. And I want to thank Sally for allowing me to do this. She asked me yesterday and I was like, mm, I don't, yeah. I'll do it. <laughs> so let's get started with our opening question, everybody. And here it is. Name a television or movie mom figure that you really, really liked or embraced or thought was really cool. You just enjoyed that character. Oh, I like this. You like this? I'll go first. Go. All right. All right. So growing up, my parents loved Everybody Loves Raymond. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love that show. And so I had to choose... Um, Doris Roberts, who Ooh. plays Marie. Okay, that's the dark-headed lady? No, that's... Uh, Which one is she? Oh, the sweet little lady. Yeah. Okay, I've seen her <laughs> on yeah, a bunch of shows. She's kind of sassy. Yeah, she's, she's sassy. Got some she would always crack me up. I mean, well, I love that show growing up. My parents would watch it all the time. That's so, cool. That would have to be mine. That's good. I like that one. All okay, right, Lauren, go. you got it? Um, I have two. So has anybody seen Parenthood? Yes. Christina Braverman oh, was yes. the best mama. She was wise, I noble, nurturing. She beat cancer and then started a charter school for for kids with disabilities because her son had Asperger's. So that wow. character was just so okay. admirable. That's a strong woman. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I loved her. But I also have to talk about Lorelai Gilmore. I love her. <laughs> I love Gilmore Girls. Oh, Gilmore Girl. Lorelai is fun. Logan She's was on the show. I know, but yeah. that's anything named Gilmore Girls from. is not going to get my attention. I apologize. <laughs> that, just... I watched it on repeat when I was pregnant with Silas. Yeah. So I recently just watched the whole thing again. But um, she's fun, and she sacrifices everything for her daughter. So she's, she's good. I like her, too. That's right. sweet. I see kind of a trend there with yeah. your choices, but okay. I like it. Lots of sacrificing. Um, okay, so for me, it's funny because I had to, like, look up lists because I'm like, and it is it is funny. I've noticed, like, a trend in media. There's not a ton of, like, recent mom figures. Like it, It's mm -hmm. not classic, like, Carol Brady and, like, <laughs> yeah. uh Peggy Bundy, even <laughs> from Married oh my, with I Children. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I'll, so I'll have to say that one of my all time favorites, I grew up watching The Cosby Show. Um, oh, I don't know how, if that is still like a controversial thing <laughs> now. I know I that know. didn't age well, but no. Claire Huxtable did. She, yes, was, she was smooth. Um, she was, I think she was the best. She embodied a lot of that like super fun, lighthearted spirit sometimes, but like, she had the mom look down. Like she could just oh, look yeah. at her kids and have that mom look and they knew like, mm. oh shoot, we better lock it up real fast. Um, so I just like, I liked her balance of like being able to just be a good mama, be fun, be relaxed, but also like whipping into shape and make things happen. She had, I think she had some good characteristics. Like she was that. also a yeah. successful attorney. She was she a successful, yes, that's she right. Was, she was the whole, yes. I, what's funny is when I read that question, that's the first person I thought of. Really? I was yeah. like, Miss Huxtable. Oh yeah, you know, of course. She's the ultimate mom. Yeah. So yeah, I get that one. Yeah, for sure. All right, what about mine, you? Uh, it's very easy. Uh, uh, a mother type figure that's always impressed me and that I've embraced is Cardi B. <gasps> okay. Oh, yeah. oh, sorry. No, wait, wait. No, let me really let me rephrase. Oh <laughs> no, my, for real. Um, and y'all don't make fun of me, but y'all y'all are young. But I bet you remember Sound of Music, Julie Andrews. Yes. yes. Okay. I thought she was cool. What a good choice. Yeah. You know, just like you know, she teach me how to sing. We got to go run around the prairie. Yeah. You know, you know, and she was tough on my dad. You know, and nobody <laughs> yeah. else could break him. You yeah. Know, no, yes. Only a sweet little lady that weighed a hundred pounds was uh -huh. strong enough to break him. Yes. So I always thought she was kind of cool. Oh, I, always, I love all of her characters like <laughs> mm -hmm. that. Julie Andrews, she always played that. Like she was the one who came in quirky 
and just like broke down everyone's defenses. Yes. Right. I love that. Like she did the same thing in Mary Poppins. Oh, she did. I see. I didn't even know she was yeah, in Mary Poppins. I've yeah. never seen Mary Poppins. And the dad. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. The dad is, uh, he is the same thing. Just like whatever that term is like hard nosed or whatever, mm-hmm. where it's just like everything has a place, everything has time mm-hmm. and order or whatever. And then by the end, he's just this like soft, cuddly daddy. And she brought that out of him. Yeah. So yeah, I, li- I like all those characters. That's all right. Wow. So I did good. That was yeah. a great right. choice. You did. I, re- I don't know. I just liked her. Okay. So yeah. that's good. Everybody's favorite little media mother to well, use Sally's joke. I do like that because she, I mean, she wasn't the mom. She wasn't the right, like biological yeah. mom. Mother figure. She was a mother figure. Mm-hmm. And then she did become... I think they're stepmom, right? Like they ended yeah. up getting married. I think they hooked up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sorry for the spoiler, but if yeah. you haven't seen the sound of music yet, <laughs> oh, come on. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's been out for decades. So. Okay. So good follow-up question here to that one. So what woman besides, you know, let me re, let me back up a little bit. The reason that we are talking about all <laughs> yeah. this is this is the week of Mother's Day. Yes. Today is May the 5th, Cinco de Mayo. Oh, but is, yeah. we are uh, headed toward Mother's Day here in a few days. So that's why we're talking about this. I probably should have set that up. So our next yeah. question is very motherly. What woman besides your own mother has had the biggest influence in your life? Maybe family member, yeah. teachers, mentors. Anybody want to go first on that one? I'll go first because anybody that knows me knows that it's my grandma. Mm -hmm. I love my grandma and she's going to listen to this and just, I mean, (laughs) I mean, just because I did it, she'll listen to it immediately as soon as it comes out. She supports me on everything that I do. She, um, she led me to Christ. She's always been patient. Mm. She's always prayed for me ever since I was a little kid. I mean, she's probably praying for me right now. Yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, you guys know my grandma, she's amazing. I love her. Well, what's her um, name? Gloria. Hey, Miss Gloria. Hi. We love you. Thank you for taking care of Lauren. Yes, yes. We love Lauren. <laughs> and I'd have to mention my mother-in-law as well, because she really showed me sacrificial love. Aww. She's a mom that I have seen put. And yeah, I know I just talked about that, but that is big to mm-hmm. me. Um, she's a mom that I have seen put everything that she wants on hold for her boys, for Brandon and Ryan, his brother. Um, she's, yeah, she's just somebody I've looked up to ever since I met her 16 years ago. Wow. So, oh, so yeah, my grandma neat. and my mother-in-law. Well, mm-hmm. that just got you a lot of points. That was good. <laughs> it sure did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anybody else? I'll go. Um, so it has to be my grandmother. Um, so she, she is, for, for, since I've always known her, she's always been a Christian woman, you mm-hmm. know? And, um, man, she, she'd always just, uh. Whenever time we'd bring her from Puerto Rico on vacation and stuff, like she would make these like specific meals that like it has never failed. I'm 26 years old now, and like even when I see her, I'm like, I want her to make those two meals. And so that has always been amazing. But more than that, she's a woman that I know has been through so many tough times. But when you see her, she has the gifting of joy, Mm. like beyond any comprehension. She always makes people laugh. She's always makes people feel good. It doesn't matter who it is, like. She carries God's grace with her, you know? And when she talks about Jesus, she always tears up, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, that's always been super impactful to me, mm-hmm. my grandmother. Uh, I love that woman. Um, it was funny. I was talking to my dad yesterday, and he's just like, he just got back from Puerto Rico, and he's like, yeah, she's good. She's getting old. And I'm like, you know what I'm saying? It's just part yeah. of life, you know? But she, he's like, but she still makes you laugh, you know, Aww. even at her old age. And she's incredible. And then I want to kind of go with Lauren and say my mother-in-law, too, um, <clears throat> sacrifice for mm-hmm. four children, single in California, mm. making ends meet. And just to hear her story, how, you know, statistically, none of her kids should have been as successful as they are mm. yet. They all have college education. They all make, you know, good money. That's like good. she, it, and those are such inspiring stories to be by herself, see her tragic, you know, story from like Mexico, going to California and then to South Carolina um, and I love that one. She is a hardworking ethic woman, you know? Yeah. So yep. I have to honor that, that one for sure. That's so, awesome. That's yeah. good. That's sweet. More props for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go. I have, um, so the, the one that comes to mind for me is she was a mentor when I was in high school and we all called her mama Beth. And she was that woman in your church that she had that mama spirit. It was yeah. like, her home was inviting. And when you walked in, there were always goodies and snacks and all that kind of stuff. And truly, I think my, my junior and senior year, I probably spent more time at her house 
than my own. Like we were always just there because, and her doors were always open. If I just didn't want to be at my house, I'd be like, can I just go hang out at your house? Mm-hmm. She's like, you know where the key is. Wow, <laughs> and then I'd just awesome. go in, watch TV, like whatever. What They they had a really cool like downstairs area too. She had kids who are like daughters who are a little older than me. They had like a big like classic popcorn machine and like all the wow. games that you want. Like they just, they made it a super fun space. And so, um, so, but beyond just like the fun stuff, she was the one, like any questions that I had, she, she helped me grapple with some of like life's deepest spiritual questions. Just like, um, I remember this one, I, it, it felt like that conversation went on for a year. Cause I kept being like, but wait. And it was the conversation just about, um, and I don't want to open up a can of worms, but this concept of if, if God knew that we were going to sin, why did he create us? Like why, why mm-hmm. was sin even allowed? Like that kind of stuff. And so even just like helping build these found these deep foundations of understanding that we have been chosen by God. And and at the end of our senior year, she had t-shirts made for us uh, that said chosen on them. Wow. And I wore that shirt oh, wow. for like the next 10 years because we had these, I mean, surround, truly it probably lasted a year, this conversation about like, are we, are, just about God's love for us and, and how we truly are truly chosen. Discipled. Truly. Mm-hmm. Yep. You and know. so, um, so that was, you know, so I still call her, I still What's call her, her, her name, Mama Beth, Mama Beth, Beth. Beth Kirby. Um, and I still call her I, when uh, if three years ago, when we kind of had like crisis in life and marriage, I had not talked to her in a long time, but she's that per, I just called her and she answered immediately and said, my baby, wow. you know, like, yeah. like we had, like, we, you know, we, like we had been talking the whole time and that was it. And so she is, chill. I know, no, she's been a, a sweet mom. And, and the, the reason that I think a lot about the impact that we have wow. on other people's lives, like she, mm-hmm. she had a huge impact, but I also, I, you know, I'm not trying to just copy you guys, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, my mother-in-law too, she has that super sacrificial love. Brandon mm-hmm. will talk about, you know, there were some tough times when he was growing up and financial stuff. And, um, you know, for a little while she was, um, just kind of making things happen on her own and caring for two kids and then put herself through nursing school and all this kind of stuff. And, and they, I mean, they had Brandon at a young age, so she just did a, a really great job. And Brandon will share stories about, you know, just like Christmases when he knew they didn't have a lot, but she would spend her last, her last little bit of money to make sure he got the skateboard that he wanted or the shoes that he wanted, you know, Mm -hmm. just super sacrificial. And even still to this day, I mean, um, I've come to understand and, and love the fact that her babies and now that's me too, Mm -hmm. are her world, you know, like that she built her whole life, her schedule. We plan out birthdays and what we're doing months in advance because she wants to make sure everybody's schedules are clear and all that kind of stuff. So she, um, she's just a super special, special lady and she loves her kids with a, a love that is, um, it's kind of (laughs) crazy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Brian? All right. Well, for me, um, I think if, if you've ever hung out with me or listened to me, talk for any amount of time, you know that I'm a big mama's boy. Yes. So this is hard for me. Yeah, to not because talk about your mama. <laughs> I am so thankful for mm, my mother. So I wouldn't sweet. be alive today. I guarantee it if it wasn't for her prayers. Yeah. But literally, I, I know y'all have heard me joke, but there was marks in the carpet from where she was on her knees wow. praying for just me to make it through the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I it love was, that. that. It's very sweet. I love my mama. It's very sweet. But I would, mine is kind of... Uh, it's almost as if looking back now, God sent uh, maternal figures in my life um, seasonally. Mm, yes. As a child, very young child, I remember uh, my aunts, my mother's sisters, uh, Susie and Denise. Um, they they didn't they were younger than my mom, so you know their energy level was off the charts. Uh, my aunt Denise wasn't married at the time; um, she was in college, and would take me to college with her when I was four years old. And I would wow. I would I got to go to North Greenville College as a four year old, <laughs> um, and I just remember they were and they are hilarious. I mean, they're still hilarious to stay at. If y'all knew them, it would explain a lot about my personality yeah. and why I'm always just bouncing off walls <laughs> and why I just you know I I. I crave attention and I want to try to make everybody laugh and have yeah. a good time. But it, that's their fault. And I've yeah. told them that oh looking back goodness. now, I realize it's their fault. That's so so fun. They, they got me early yeah. and tr- turned me into that kid. Um, and then the next woman in my life was kind of like your mama Beth. Mm-hmm. It was a, 
a, a church woman, but also a family friend. Her name was Joy, and she was such a sweet lady to me. And she she taught me so many different things in life, and she did it intentionally. Like I think she knew she could kind of tell the direction I was probably going to be headed, even at like seven, eight, nine wow. years old. And she was very intentional about uh, trying to put in deep thoughts mm-hmm. uh, in my mind. So Joy, shout out to you. And then through my middle school, high school years. Um, God brought in a woman in my life, uh, and her name was Doris, and she was always there for me. And um, you know, not to unpack everything, but the that was kind of the the dysfunctional years with my father and I. And so I wasn't at home, and she was always her and her husband would always open their doors for wow. me and gave me a place to stay and took care of me. So that was God just kept putting all these sweet women yeah. in my life oh. in all these different places. But my That's mommy's amazing. still my favorite. Yes, <laughs> she still gets number yeah. one. <laughs> You'll still get your tattoo. Yes, little sweet Brenda. Okay, so we're you need a heart still. tattoo for your mom. How do you know I don't have it? <laughs> That's her eyes right here. Okay. Um, We'll we'll unpack that later. (laughs) Okay, so sticking with the Mother's Day theme, uh, that's really, you know, ladies, we really wanted y'all here because um, we we could sit here and talk about mommies all day long, but we want to talk about, too, um, you ladies are mothers, and uh, Alex and I are not. And so y'all have a (laughs) very unique perspective. You know, we're fathers, but it's a totally different ballgame with mothers, and I'm I, and I speak for Alex, I bet when I say this, we're not even going to try to pretend like we know uh, how the depth of your love for your children and your families. But let's just start, uh, Lauren, with you. Tell us just a little bit about your families. What's your home look like when you get there every afternoon? Okay. Um, well, my husband's name is Brandon. I have a six-year-old named Kylie, a three-year-old named Lila, and a nine-month-old named Silas. Um it's loud. So that's a <laughs> pretty girls, busy season. My girls are dramatic. <laughs> they're fun. They're girly. Um, it's just, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, but it's a lot of upkeep. Mm-hmm. So Brandon oh, yeah. and I like to, um, we're silly, we goof around. Like last night we were playing music while cooking dinner and dancing, listening to some Run DMC. Um, we were having a good time. So, I mean, we just, we stay busy, but we also really value our downtime. Mm-hmm. So, like, Saturday is our family day. Mm-hmm. Unless we have to be somewhere, we try to just be together. Yeah, yeah. that's so, good. Yeah. Intentional. You got to yeah. be very, you got to, you really do have to put it on your calendar. Yeah. That's how busy mm-hmm. life gets. So, and just side note, um, if you haven't met Lauren's husband, Brandon, oh my goodness, <laughs> you you him. have cheated yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He yeah. is hilarious. And, he's, um, yeah, what were you going to say? He's, he's one of those types of people there. I've had maybe three of them in my life. If I'm in a room and Brandon Ratz is in the room, my eyes are on him because whatever's <laughs> happening, he's making it funny. Like yeah. Yeah. there's just some of those everything. people, like no matter what, like whoever's talking, whether it's a serious moment or not, I'm looking at Brandon Ratza because yeah. he's going to say something funny or make a funny face or like just make the moment really funny. And so, I can't even be mad at him. Kind of I, like, I'll, I'll be want, I want to be mad at him for something. And I'm like, I can't look at him because then I'll smile. Yeah. <laughs> he's so quick. He, oh, we, yeah. Brandon, my Brandon, and I talk about that all the time. He is like one of the most quick witted people. It's just like right off the cuff. Always yeah. like, how does his brain and move that fast? What's oh. dangerous is putting him and Ryan yeah. in yeah. the same room. Yeah. It's like, what y'all like we have a staff growth group and it's, impossible if they sit beside each other. Yeah. You have oh, to yeah. separate. Which they did talking. this week. Yeah, they they, did. yeah they're in their <laughs> own world. Space, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to teach you. Yeah. <laughs> and they're in their own world over there just making each other laugh. That's so so Brandon's a pretty cool dude. So, yeah. all right, Miss Peavy. Yeah, so I have a Brandon. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a different one, right? It is a okay. different Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so my husband's Brandon, and then we have a three-and-a-half-year-old son named Jude, and then we have a seven-week-old baby girl. Uh, her name's Nora. And so um, our evenings right now, I do feel like look like we're just trying to survive, um, <laughs> just trying to make sure everybody gets in bed and like makes it. Um, I had a we had a super busy day on Sunday. It was like the first busy day since we've had Nora. And uh, it ended with all three of us, me, Jude and Nora sitting on the couch crying. So that was a lot Aww, of fun. I've been there, girl. That was a lot of fun. Um, but um, aside from that, we just kind of um, 
Uh, right now, we're just trying to enjoy, you know, just trying to enjoy those sweet moments of like a seven week old and stuff like that and not just wish it away or anything like that. Just embrace it for what it is. And I'm seeing some really sweet stuff come out in Jude, you know, as a brother, oh, yeah. like some sweet little empathy things that I'm like, oh, thank God. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hopefully you're not like a sociopath. No. <laughs> He's like being very empathetic when she's crying. And this morning she started kind of winding up and he was like, oh, no, baby Nora, it's OK. Oh, and I'm like, goodness. oh, OK, thank God. Yeah, um, so, yeah, he gets that good. from Brandon. He does. Yeah. He does. Now, if y'all don't know, uh, Sally's husband, Brandon, is the gentleman that probably every other week or so, I don't know the schedule, but he's on the worship team and yeah. he's led us in worship. I just want everybody to get a visual. Of this yes. You've seen Brandon. You may or may not have known it, but uh, plays the acoustic guitar. And uh, like I said, he leads us. My favorite song that he does is, I'm sorry. Yes. After he does it, I always hear Brian do it. Yeah, I, so, I just love the way he does He's got yeah. such a unique voice. So that is the yeah. Brandon awesome. that you get to come on to yes. every single night. My boo. Yep. Yeah. I got a question for y'all. Uh, did y'all know y'all wanted to be a mother before? Well, obviously y'all were mothers. I'll, I'll go first. Lauren's looking at me. I'll go first. Um, I'll go first because, um, and I want this to be very sensitive. I know that there are, um, I know that I, I just want to be very sensitive in how I answer it because the truth is no, I did not know that I wanted to be a mom. And I, in fact, thought I probably didn't want to be a mom. Um, and so I want to be sensitive with that because I know, um, I don't take that lightly. I know there are people who try and really want to be moms and, and that's in their heart. Yeah. And so, it's not something I take lightly, um, but it is, it's a, it's one of those things that I think God had to make happen for my life. And, um, that like, once we got pregnant, it was truly a moment of like, okay, God, I'm trusting you with this because I think I, I first of all, babies in general, truly, like mm -hmm. I, I'm the youngest in my family. I was the baby. So it's not like I had like younger siblings to like help with or, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then, uh, like by the time I got pregnant, I'd only had a couple of friends who had had a baby and I'd like maybe held them when they were a couple months old and stuff like that. But I hadn't had like in-depth knowledge or like hands-on training with any kind of baby. So just having a, an actual baby in general was like terrifying to me. But I always thought about like, oh, the teenage years and like, I don't want to screw a kid up. Like they're going to have to go to therapy because of me <laughs> and you know, all this kind of stuff. I just was like, do I have what it takes? Because I also don't feel like um, I would watch when I would watch mothers, it was like this innate nurturing thing. And I did not feel like that came natural to me at mm. all. I didn't feel very nurturing. I feel like, um, you know, some I've worked on a lot in my own therapy because I did have to go to therapy, um, like is like not rushing so much and slowing things down. And I could see these moms who were just like, in the midst of chaos with children and they're like the calm in the storm, yeah. you know, let's just like a peace over them. And I'm like, I'm too rushy, rushy. And like, mm -hmm. let's get stuff done and all that kind of stuff. And so I just, I just felt like none of that came naturally to me. So I was very, very apprehensive. And it truly, I mean, it was kind of an accident. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, didn't you say, <laughs> I heard you say one time that, you know, cause I always, a majority of the the girls I grew up with always had baby dolls. Yeah. And played with baby dolls and they, you know, they let's play house. Let's mm -hmm. you yeah. know, they wanted to play family. Yeah. And you kind of alluded to the fact you weren't that young lady. I was not that girl. I didn't have a ton I didn't like from an early age, like my nieces, they carry their baby dolls, they carry a purse, they mm -hmm. want their fingernails done, all that kind of stuff. Y'all, I was straight tomboy. <laughs> I was outside in the dirt, in the mud. My hands were dirty. Yeah. I just wanted to be outside all the time. I wanted to ride bikes. I wanted to do rollerblading. That's my, that's my mom right there. Yeah, I did softball, wow. gymnastics. Like, those were the things that I did. Um, and so it was just, uh, yeah, all even just those little things, even being a young girl, it wasn't like, I wasn't dreaming. I wasn't dreaming of my fairy tale wedding, which is what they, you know, will mm -hmm. say girls do a lot. And I wasn't dreaming of like being a mommy. I just was like, I just wanted to be a mess all the time. I just wanted like, you know, outdoor fun stuff like that. So, so yeah. So even that, that kind of stuff, it was like getting older. I was like, I don't, you know, it was funny because even I think the year that uh, Brandon and I started dating, I had a roommate and we both were talking about kids one night and we were both kind of like, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think, I don't think I'll have kids. And so um, oh. at this point she's, she's about to get married, but I'm sure she thinks and laughs at me all the time in her mm -hmm. mind. Like, yeah, she said she wasn't having kids. I was over here with, you know, two <laughs> uh <-huh>. over there. <laughs> um, but, and so with all that, like, 
God has truly given me everything that I've needed. Um, you know, and I'm, I learn every day something that I want to do better or, um, either capitalize on or change totally. Um, and I'm, I'm thankful. I'm thankful yeah, for that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Lauren? Well, I am the complete opposite of you. <laughs> so I remember being seven years old and writing in my diary all of the possible names for my children. Oh my gosh. Oh my and this is a different right? <laughs> yeah. direction. Writing Lauren Carter because I thought I was going to marry Aaron Carter. <gasps> of course. Wait, wait, who's that? Is Aaron that Sync or Backstreet? It's Back- the brother. Yeah, no. The brother. no. Backstreet Aaron Boy, Carter. Yeah, it's the younger brother. Yeah, yeah. Because Nick Carter was in yeah. Backstreet Boys. Okay, I remember Aaron Carter. I didn't, yeah. no, I didn't know Boy Band. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> no, wait a minute. It was Nick Carter because it was Backstreet Boys. You wanted to, yeah, Nick Carter. It was Nick Carter, yeah. So okay. I wanted just both the Carter boys. Can we, yeah, can you bring your diary to work tomorrow? We, want to <laughs> we need to unpack <laughs> this. But yeah, ever since I was little, I wrote down possible names. I always knew I wanted two of them. That was my plan, a boy and a girl. But I got two girls, so we had to shot for that boy. And we got it. Yay. Um, what if yeah, it had been I, a third girl? Oh, oh. Brandon, Brandon would have. <laughs> Alex is like, oh, I got mercy. one. I can't imagine. Yeah, three. he would have lost his mind. Yeah. Um, but he would have been like, we're going to adopt a son right now. <laughs> yeah, he probably would. Yeah. As long as he had his boy, you know, yeah. he's happy now. That's funny. Um, so, yeah, I, it came pretty naturally to me, though, because Sweet. I raised my younger brother and sister. I yeah. mean, for the most part, like I shouldn't say completely, but I helped See, raise them. That makes sense. Um, there's an eight year gap between me and my brother and a mm-hmm. 10 year gap between me and my youngest sister. So I was changing their diapers, yeah. feeding them, oh, getting them in the bath, yeah. putting them to bed. So when I had my own, I was like, oh, yeah, I just did yeah. this not too long ago. Oh. So, yeah, See, I had the baby doll. Wow. I pretended to nurse the baby yeah. doll. Like I did all that stuff. So I was See, ready. That's funny because we all, we joked like Brandon is eight years older than his sister. And we joked when we had Jude, I would tell people like, he's kind of more the mom. I'm kind of the dad because I don't know what's going on. Like, and he, but he, he helped out a lot with his mom, yeah. helping with his sister. That's, so he, he, I feel he like had he more had more on the job training. <laughs> he yeah. did. It's like, you have more of a mother touch than I do. Like, what is wrong with me? But we joked about yeah. that a lot, but it, yeah, that's helpful. That's mm-hmm. awesome. that it was very helpful. Well, sweet. The, that's funny. Cause I remember, uh, I never thought about kids too much. Yeah. But then when Amy and I got engaged. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess you got to do a family, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> so I guess I that's next. That. And so in my mind, it's like, well, I know what. I want six. Oh, my and goodness. And it's funny because just last week she made fun of me. She was, remember when you wanted six of these? <laughs> you know, because now our kids are almost, we're almost done. Yeah. So we're, we're really excited about that. <laughs> but I remember when having just one, I was like, oh, my goodness. This, yeah. is, this is hard. Uh-huh. I was like, there's no way I could do six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we, uh, we had a couple of like, oh. Pregnant. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, let's move on. Um, but it's just funny how men think too. That is know, funny. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here's a good one. Um, what are some of the, because uh, only you ladies can answer this. What are some of the most challenging aspects about being a mother that maybe oh you didn't see coming? Mm-hmm. You know, it was a little different than okay, being yeah. the big sister, Lauren, that, you know, you you had to do a bunch of the mm-hmm. activity task oriented yeah. stuff, but then more of that motherly stuff. You're like, oh, I did not read this in a book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, how much time do we have? <laughs> okay. The most challenging thing about being a mother, well, at least right now in this season is getting out of the house, ah. getting the whole family ready, <laughs> myself included, and getting out of the house and getting mm-hmm. somewhere on time with everything that you need, everybody dressed because it is a madhouse in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> my girls need to have the perfect outfit. They need to have their hair done the way they want it. We got to brush teeth. I got to brush my own teeth. We got to eat breakfast. It's just, it's, it's crazy. It's I got to make sure the diaper uh-huh. bag is packed. The baby's fed and right as I'm about to walk out the door, he probably wants to nurse. So it's like, how oh are, my goodness. How, how much time do you need to like get ahead before all that you know like what's your normal wake up time to get all that stuff okay done? well my alarm is always set for 5 a.m but yeah. i don't ever wake up at 5 <laughs> Good, you know it's always set for 5 a.m because then it would be perfect but i usually crawl out of bed about six yeah so and yeah. i need to be at work at 8 30 so that's a lot of time i mean kylie has to be at um, school at eight so there's a lot of driving but it is the hardest thing yeah it is so yeah. challenging um so besides that to go on a deeper level i would say probably time time for me. Like I always imagine doing crafts and watching a movie and Uh snuggling and cooking a really elaborate dinner and baking cookies (laughs) and just, you know, spending a lot of time and just being relaxed and having all these things done. And that's never the case. I'm lucky if I get one or two of those things done. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's really challenging too. I wish there was more time. (laughs) It's all 
theoretically fun, but yeah. in yeah. practical world. They now. say it's the thought that counts. So you're yeah. a good mom, yes. you're a great mom, and you thought about doing those things and just because you didn't have time, that's okay. You thought about yeah, it. Yeah, there's nothing I can do about that. <laughs> no, so. there's not. That's yeah. yeah. That's good. Reese's. Reese's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had to throw it in there. Um, so I think for me right now, um, Again, like this is early. So like, we, you know, we have young kids, but um, right now it is choices. And I mean that in terms of up until probably about like this year, you can kind of treat your kids as like little robots and little doll babies. Mm-hmm. And you just dress them up in their cute clothes and they just do what you tell them to do and all that kind of stuff. But I'm really navigating right now. I mean, specifically with Jude, obviously, because he's three and a half is like, now he has choices. And I'm realizing how I would have never, ever described myself as a control freak. I'm super um, laid back most of the time. Um, But I am not laid back when it comes to him trying to like make choices or want to do stuff on his own. I'm like, like, I'm realizing I'm such a control freak. I want to control what he wears or even his, the emotional aspect is tough for me. I've, I'm really having to navigate this, like validating your emotions that are so irrational. Mm-hmm. It, it, this is insanity. I shouldn't have to validate these yeah. emotions that are absolutely <laughs> irrational. This crying over, I can't like, and this is, a, this is a real thing for Jude. If he, if his sock is on wrong, if it's oh, not yeah. lined up correctly, <laughs> it, it is immediate meltdown. Like he's tears, like real tears. So oh. he's really feeling this. And I'm like, this is not important. <laughs> we have more important things. And, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's like even these little moments of emotion, I'm I'm really having a tough time navigating. Like, how do I? And, and this is where I am crazy. And it's because I've listened to a lot of true crime podcasts and stuff like that. I'm really, truly just trying not to raise a sociopath. Like I want oh him to be, <laughs> I want him to you have empathy and kindness and not murder uh, anyone. Like, is that too much to ask? <laughs> but, um, so I think about that a lot. So I don't want to shut down all of his emotions and make him think everything's fine. Everything's fine. And then yeah. he's going to, you know, grow up and be like, have all these emotions and not know what to do with them. So anyway, um, it's, it's funny sometimes, but it, it really is like even stuff that he's just like, I can tell he's very upset about. I really have to slow down in my mind and be like, mm-hmm. okay, because he's three and a half, this is the biggest, most important thing to him right now. And even though he doesn't realize how dumb this is <laughs> later, you know, <laughs> until later in life, I'm, I have to validate that he's sad. I need to let him feel what he feels. And as long as we're like not getting into like a disrespectful space too, right. you know, like it's, it's the balance. It's all of that. That feels really tough to me right now. And then of course we have a seven week old. So we're trying to navigate emotions like that while also like, like I said, like the other, the other night, all three of us were just crying on the couch and I was like, well, this is the best I can oh, do for happens. a Sunday night. This is it. <laughs> and that's fine. And I said, everybody's going to sit on the couch and we're watching Shrek. And this is how we're ending the night because <laughs> I can't do anything else right now. Um, so yeah, so those are some challenging things, I think. All right. I got a question. Uh huh. What are some of the qualities you admire most about other mothers mm. that you guys see in your okay. life? Yeah, these are good. You want me to go? Yeah, you okay. go. Yeah. Um, I would say patience. I know that's kind of cliche, but it doesn't come naturally to me. <laughs> that's how I feel. It really doesn't. So when I see a mother being really patient and calm, I'm like, oh, look at her. I need to be more like that. Um, but on top of patience, a mother who is patient and spontaneously fun. Mm-hmm. And I see a few of those around here at church and in our community. And they're always the moms that have more than four children. And I want to know <laughs> how they do that. I'm wondering if that's the secret. You know, four and more, you're just all of a sudden chill and super fun. I heard from <laughs> so. Sarah Visser, like after three, it's just an it's just an add-on. You know, like yeah. it doesn't get much. It's just you know, it's just a different challenge. You know, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. No, I admire that. I think that um, being fun is really important. So, I mean, when I look back on my life and. I think of all the times where I was really spontaneous and I just did fun things. I didn't plan anything. That was when I was the most happy. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's important for your children to see that in you. So I, I try to be more patient and more fun. That's awesome. <laughs> that's really sweet. Well, um, Lauren, I'm going to um, draw from you really, mm-hmm. because um, one of the things that I really, I just, I love watching nurturing moms and it makes me want to oh. be that better. And so I'm not going to cry about it. That would be ridiculous, right? <laughs> no, not you. Um, it's okay. I'm crying. Um, <laughs> um, but really, well, I, there was just a really sweet moment on Sunday that Nora, she gets, she has this like 
you know, I don't, Jude did the same thing. So I don't know if this is all babies or just if I was blessed with the babies who do this right before they fall asleep, it's a full on fit. Like Mm -hmm. it's, she just goes crazy. And then immediately, as soon as she settles, she's snoring, like eyes are closed. She's out. And I was like, okay, she was just like fighting sleep, whatever the heck that means. And why would you do that? Why would you fight sleep? Mm -hmm. It's so magical. Um, but uh, Lauren, you were holding Nora and she was about to go into that moment. I was about to like tell you all about it, but I think you just had such a calm spirit. And then she didn't even do her like full on crazy thing. She just fell asleep right in your arms. And it was the sweetest thing in the world. And I thought like, that's such a, like, Aww. you just have such a sweet nurturing quality. And the look on your face was the most <laughs> peaceful look I've ever seen. I was like, I want to live in that look, like whatever that is like that. It was just very sweet. So I like watching nurturing moms and I feel like I'm taking notes. Like when I'm watching Mm -hmm. moms do that, I'm like, okay, I need to try to emulate that more. Um, and then another, I do, I love a, I love a fun mom. And I, cause I feel like I get, I get in these weird outside, you know, Brandon and I will talk about this a lot. We just like make up these random rules for ourselves in our house, like Mm -hmm. to get things done. And it's like, before we know it, the day is over. And yep. did we did we laugh? Did we have mm-hmm. fun? Or did we just like try to check off a bunch mm-hmm. of checklist mm-hmm. type of stuff? So I, wow. I admire that in moms, like fun moms and stuff like that. Um, there was one more that I was thinking of. I'll probably have to come back to it because now it's escaped my mind. I got, I got but, one yeah. while you yeah. think of that. Um, oh, it's... You, you want to go ahead? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, I, because this is also something that I do. I like moms that do like, that can prioritize their kids. Mm. And I feel like I am coming out of um, another thing I've, you know, worked on in therapy or whatever is this like codependent attitude. Um, So if I'm in a situation with adults, I'm more like, I'm more worried that you feel seen by me, that you feel heard by me, that you feel validated by me than my own. And I just think, well, they live with me. I see them all the time. I can validate them later. I can, you know, give them what they need later. Um, and I did that in marriage for a long time too. And I think that was a huge, I, it really was a detriment to our marriage. We were going through a lot where it was like, I live with you guys. Like we can handle our stuff later, but like when I'm mm-hmm. here, but I love that a mom can look at me and be like, one second. Yeah. And like tend to her kid because well, yeah. that's not my natural state, but I want yeah. it to be like, what is more important than this kid right in front of me right here? Right. Like I'm raising them. I'm teaching them how to yeah. be a good human and to love Jesus and wow. you know, that kind of thing. So um, a person who is really good at that is Liz. Mm. Liz is really good at just like, she knows what her kids need. And it's never like, I'll joke that's about my, wife, my, by the way. Yeah, I was going to say that's oh, Alex's sorry, wife. That's, Liz. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm pointing at Alex. That is, that's your wife. And she's really good at that. And I've, I've noticed that. And I'll like, I feel like another thing I'll make jokes about my kids, like, um, I don't know, like how annoying they can be or something. (laughs) You know, like, I don't know how else to put it because it's really, it's not like, I'll just be like, oh gosh, you know, Jude's doing this again. And Liz is always like, oh, he's probably tired. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's really sweet. I was just thinking it was being annoying, but she has this perspective of like, they probably have a need, you know, or something like that. And so I, I like, I like lots of other things that other moms do is how I feel about it. But yeah. I was going to. Say, I think one. I think we've gotten to the questions where we can talk now, Brett. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but, to to be yeah. fair, you both have three kids of your own. Like mm-hmm. you, you know, you have you have wives who have mommed three kids three. each, which is a huge deal. You guys, you guys um, have some insight. I was gonna say the qualities thing, mm-hmm. and Lauren said this like three times. Uh, sacrificial, mm-hmm. like, and I think of my mom like uh, moving out of her comfort zone in Puerto Rico when I was, you know, when I was like two, three years old to say, Hey, I'm getting married, but if you're, if we're getting married, we're moving to the States. Like I, I can't raise my son here. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the sacrifice that takes to go not knowing English, you wow, know, yeah. like both my parents didn't really know much English, um, to just go to Florida and that sacrifice, that's huge. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then just to see, um, multiple, you know, mothers and women that I've seen that just, it's just so sacrificial. Mm-hmm. Like it's so unselfish. Like, you know, you talk about Liz and my wife, like, um, when it comes to food, like she'll, she'll make sure the kids are fed and mm-hmm. they're good before she ever thinks about herself. Like I know morning Aww. she hasn't ate breakfast, but yeah. the kids have, you know, yeah. she's like, I haven't yeah. ate breakfast, uh-huh. but we got to go. Like yeah. Yeah. the mm-hmm. sacrifice and the us men are like, I'm hungry. Yeah. Like <laughs> I can't function. Yeah. You know, like, so the, just the sacrifice is something that is hard to really understand completely, you know, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a God given gift that's in you women. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, 
it's so beautiful, you know? It is. Mm-hmm. So, and I was going to say that just to, exactly what you just said, Alex, because I think back to my mother, you know, working three jobs to, you know, keep me alive. And I remember, um, and it, what I, this is what I love about how we collaborate now, mm-hmm. about what we want to talk about on Sundays yes, and everything as a yeah. staff. We're cla- yes. So we've been talking about mothers all <laughs> week yeah. long. Mm-hmm. And what it's done, watching you ladies, because y'all are all young mothers mm-hmm. and y'all are in that crazy busy season of life where you want to get up at five to try to get it done but you know you you can't but you still figure out ways to get it done and Mm -hmm. then you then you figure out a way to be a professional and go to and so all it reminded me of is I remember when Sarah Kate was born our youngest so we had a five-year-old a three-year-old and a newborn and I remember well sadly I didn't appreciate it at the time my wife and her sacrifice and the what she did because at that time I was never home mm. so it was you know I I was gone and when I was home I was tired yeah. mm-hmm. and so I I look back now and I was like, I dropped the ball. Mm. And so I look back at, because Amy, you know, she'd get three kids ready every single morning and then go be a teacher all day long and then be around students all day and then come home and then do it all over three baths, three meals and get them all three bedtime stories and get them all. And then, Boom! Next day you oh cool here's the weekend nope the same right, you gotta you know now right. you gotta be fun mom and play yeah, with mm-hmm. them all day wow. and and I never appreciated that mm-hmm, and yeah. so listening to all you ladies this week because oh we got an office full of young mommies <laughs> and, and I, it it in, inspired me encouraged me um, to have some really sweet conversations with my bride mm-hmm. this week and just telling her you know That's what so I. I, I'm, I apologize, and she doesn't need me to apologize, but mm-hmm. I just wanted—it helped me to see through y'all's eyes exactly how much sacrifice that my wife did mm-hmm. in a time when I was not present, and she held it all together. And so yeah. it gave me an opportunity to tell her, I love you, Amy. Aww. I can't believe how strong a woman yeah. you are, and you just—you just—you did it. You know, you know, despite my lack of support and help, you know, I'm like, I'll pay the bills. You know, you know yeah. that right. is, okay, yeah. that's cute. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, that was it. You know, yeah. I, I should have changed more diapers and I, mm-hmm. I should have held more and rocked more. And mm-hmm. you can't, you know, I can't pick up my son. He's 6'2", 280. <laughs> I you know, you're just so like, yeah. So anyway, that was it. That I feel like Amy is, is that fun patient Oh my mom. gosh, I know. Like she like that's was, she fair yeah. is Amy. That, wow. is, yeah. they, that word is her wow. in a nutshell. I've never met another person who is lower maintenance. Wow. Doesn't, you know, nothing gets to her. I was telling Ryan and Vernon yesterday, I was like, ask my wife what the date is. She probably won't know because she doesn't care. She <laughs> yeah, just loves so life. Cool. She doesn't. Yeah. She's like, I think I, it's Tuesday. And <laughs> I, I have no, it's May. I think it's May. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. just her. And I love that I about love her. That. But she is just, she's the most chill woman that, you know, I've, very rarely have I ever seen her just frazzled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, but it happens. Mummies. Yeah. It yeah. happens. But it's okay. We're all natural. So yeah. we're human. So anyway. Uh, that's a good little segue here because uh, that that helped our marriage, yeah. which, you know, mm-hmm. is holy matrimony. And it's a God thing. Uh, and being mommies is a God thing. Yeah. And so, so there were spiritual lessons that you ladies have learned your entire life, mm-hmm. growing and becoming a woman and getting married and becoming a wife. And now that you've become mothers and y'all been doing this for a few years, um, what what have you learned spiritually or what has God shown you about maybe his love mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. as being a, a real life mommy? Mm. Well, I will go. Uh, yeah, I'll go first because um, I, I think the, the biggest word that comes to my mind is grace. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, getting back to Jude and him having, um, you know, thoughts and opinions and all that kind of stuff now and just wanting to do his own thing and just understanding like, you know, even like mistakes and stuff like that. And I can tell when he makes a mistake, he's wondering like, uh, you know, the terminology they use for the Academy is like red choice and green choice. Mm -hmm. And so even if he makes a mistake, he's like, that was a red choice. I'm like, well, that wasn't a choice. It's a mistake. It's okay. Mm -hmm. You know? And even for the times that aren't mistakes when he knows that he's, you know, got a tone of voice. Cause that was one thing I did know about motherhood is how early, like a tone of voice can show (laughs) up in a teeny tiny toddler, um, where they're like, uh, no, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But yeah, he's got that. Like I, I, I was telling Greg and Alex yesterday. Like, I'll say, you know, hey, do you want to go see Baby Nora? No, I want to go see Baby Nora. And it's like, 
okay, I just said that. Like, you don't have to have an attitude. So like these attitudes and stuff like that. So even if it is quote unquote, a red choice, um, letting him see grace um, has become so much more important to me because I realize just how much grace that we have from God, that when we make mistakes, things that we don't intentionally do or things that we walk into intentionally, he never makes me feel it. He never makes me, unless it, unless it's, it's the conviction that comes. That's mm-hmm. like, I know that I need to do better, but he, ne- it's never rubbing my nose in it. I never feel shame from God. If I feel shame, I identify that as the enemy. That's just the enemy. This yeah. is not from God. And when you can start to realize that in your own life, I, I don't want Jude to grow up and feel like he was condemned for every little thing that he did, whether it was on purpose or not, that there's nothing but grace from us because I want him to understand the grace of God um, too. And then I think another thing that I that we're kind of realizing now is just what we always want to be really conscious of is not doing ministry and dragging Jude with us to all the different things, but then not letting him see ministry in our home too. Oh, that that is the biggest, that could be the biggest detriment to him. Worry. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it Sometimes he will, like, he, you know, Sunday night, he was asleep in the back row while I'm taking pictures and Brandon is, you know, playing in the band for NRS. Um, and there will be times for that. And it's important. And the thing is that that's not, that in and of itself is not bad. If we're dragging him along to a bunch of church stuff that we have to do, that in and of itself is not bad. Where it becomes really detrimental to his faith and what he believes about God is if we bring him to all these church events where everybody's talking about Jesus, and then we go home and we're mean to him, we're mean to Nora, we're mean to each other. He doesn't see Jesus in our marriage. He, you know, that is the biggest thing. So making yeah. sure that that we're not just talking about Jesus all the time, and but not showing him who Jesus really is. That'd and so good. that is, yeah. I think, the the biggest thing that I I need God's grace for. Yeah. I need His wisdom for. I need His patience for. Like I need everything about Jesus to come alive in me because I know that I can't do that on my own because yeah. my natural yeah. instinct is frustrated really quick no, we got to hurry. No, we need to do this. Mm-hmm. And then invalidating feelings and all that kind of stuff or getting mad over, um, wh- you know, whatever yeah. it is, an accident or something that is intentional. That's my, that's my flesh. That's yeah. what my flesh yeah. goes to. So I need Jesus. Do you, I do love what you said about grace because um, it's kind of started with my life where it's like you raise a child to not be judgmental or mm-hmm. self-righteous Yes, mm-hmm. because of the amount of grace that you show him yes. or her, you know? And that to me is one of the most important qualities, you know, that you as a mom and um, just parenting in general, if you can give that to your child, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The way they'll treat others as they, you know, become young adults and, and future parents is so huge. Yeah. You know, especially when it comes to just ju- you know, being so judgmental. It's like, man, you can mess up too. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so mm-hmm. I love that yeah. so much. Yeah. Um, well, two things to kind of piggyback off of what you said, Sally. I definitely agree with you. I I think the biggest thing is setting the example mm-hmm. of a Christian to my children because, yeah, they're here all the time. They're always at church. They're always um, doing church events and things like that. And I want to make sure that I show them what a Christian is and not just tell them, mm-hmm. not just read them Bible stories and do the opposite yeah. of what we just talked about in our devotion or whatever. So, I mean, that's definitely the top priority because— they're always watching you. They're watching yes. your every move. And not only your children, but the next generation is mm-hmm. watching your every move. And so I just want to make sure that I understand what the Lord is doing through me. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, just the sanctification process and just all of those things. I want to make sure that I am living in his will for my children mm-hmm. to see that so that one day they can say the same thing. Um, and so then another thing for me I have to remind myself every single day is to be grateful. Gratitude is mm. a really big thing mm. for me because I get very easily overwhelmed. Um, I just said, you know, when I was younger, I kind of helped raise my younger brother and sister. It was a loud house. It was a lot. It was hustle and bustle, very mm-hmm. fast paced. So naturally I'm like that. So when my house gets like that, I start to get overwhelmed because I have so many things that I have to check off in my head to do and to accomplish, but also be that caring and nurturing mother. Yes. And so I just have to stop sometimes and I have to just kind of whisper, thank you. You know, thank you for this loud house. Thank Mm -hmm. you for the breath that's in their lungs. 
thank you for this food that I'm having to make right now that's causing a huge mess in my kitchen. And thank you that I can even clean up a kitchen. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the giant piles of laundry that I keep refreshing (laughs) three times. (laughs) And I'll get to them when all the kids are sleeping and stay up late. Like, thank you for the ability to stay up late. Like all of these things. And so I just have to constantly remind myself to be grateful Mm -hmm. because sometimes I can think of things as chores and I'm overwhelmed and I have to do it. I don't want to do it. And that's not the case. The Lord yeah. has blessed us with these children and it's just, it's amazing. Yeah. So. I, it's funny because I, there's a thing that I have to consciously do and I'm going to say this out loud and so many people are going to be like, gosh, what a jerk you are. But I'm, I, the thing that I'm really having to consciously do right now, you know, with a seven week old and she's, you know, got the whole reflux thing going on. She's mm-hmm. a little clingy, a little needy um, sometimes and that's okay. So like even yesterday I got home at three o'clock. She did not leave my arms until nine o'clock. Like truly, it was just a lot of holding her, rocking her, um, that kind of thing. So trying to do anything else. So I had to call Brandon and be like, you got to give me grace. There's no dinner ready. I've been holding this baby. And, and the thing, like remembering that this is just a season. Yeah. And so with her on me, Jude does the most precious thing in the whole wide world where he comes up and he, and he, and he's still, he's three and a half and does this and he'll say, mommy, I want to hold you. I want to hold you. Oh. And it, in my mind, I, I, I'm having to make a conscious decision to be like, this will not last forever. Yeah. Like, how much longer do I have that he says, I want to hold you? But there's something in me because I've had a baby on me oh, all day that yeah. it that resists it almost where it's like, I just need yep. like space for a second. But it, it goes back to that grateful, like, my kid wants to hold me. And yeah. then like, what a sweet mm-hmm. little phrase, you I know? Got, I got a story. Like yeah. That. So when I was young, I was very loving and affectionate. My mom, on the other hand, grew up tomboyish. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, her mom, her mom was very like, how do you like? Her heart was like kind of like a rock kind of thing, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. didn't show affection. And so my mom struggled with me loving her and wanting that kind of attention. Yeah. But throughout the years, she didn't like confess this to me until like I was, you know, a young adult. She's like, Alex, like what you did as a child softened my heart. Mm, I love oh. that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. And so you know. I don't know. Like she said, it just brought healing because she was always like, "Stop touching me!" Or stop yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I was always like, "No, like I want, I want to be with yes. you." Yeah, I was. A and you can't boy. help it. You're a hugger. Yeah, I'm a hugger. <laughs> that is yeah. like number one trait. Now, now yeah. I've started just embracing it. Yeah, you gotta yeah. embrace it, man. Yeah, yeah. I've started, I've started falling in and hugging you tighter. Oh, I'm hugs loving it. are good. I, love I think your I hugs, saw so. you last week, and I'm like, wait, he didn't give me a hug. Alex, where's my hug? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do, I do my rounds, and I intentionally yeah. do that. I just, you know, I, I love everybody mm-hmm. and staff. Like, I want to know, like, hey, like you are, like, you you are noticed in my mm-hmm. eyes, like you know. Um, and so that's one of the reasons why that's I so do nice. that. Great quality. So, it is. Yeah, I love that. You yeah. want to, I'm going to ask, uh, I guess, one of our final questions. What is your biggest encouragement to women, regardless of whether they have children or not? Okay, let me think. That's a that's a big question. Um, I would say it's okay for things not to go according to plan. Mm, that's so good. Um, okay, Lauren. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that is truly for everyone. It's a big one for me. Um, but as, especially women, like we want to plan everything. And I think expectations are the, a huge downfall. Mm-hmm. Like they are, they're the, they're the worst. They're the enemy. Basically that I saw your expectations a, and your plans. Yeah. Can I saw be. a quote a long time ago and I think about it often that expectations are the thief of joy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's so, That's true. so true. Yeah. Um, so wow. basically for all the mamas out there and just the women in general, just, um, go with the flow. Like yeah. it's okay for things to not go how you planned. It's okay for, um, your husband not to react the way you wanted him to, or your children to act the way you want them to. It's okay to let go of those expectations of you and mm-hmm. the way that you are and the way that you parent, um, just kind of chill and go with the flow. And I'm basically talking to myself yes. here because that's like no. the biggest thing for me is I expect things to go a certain way. And when they don't, I'm let down. And there's really no reason for that. Mm-hmm. Because like I said earlier, when I was being spontaneous and I was just living in the moment and being fun, that's when I look back at that time in my life and I had the most fun yeah. and I have the most memories. And that was just me being me. So it's okay. Just, um, believe and have faith and trust that the Lord's got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that, Lauren. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would kind of, uh, maybe it's kind of piggybacking on that, but um, just the concept that 
um, this is what I'm trying to embrace right now. Cause again, if I go back to these, this like natural state of codependency, right? Like I want to be in the mix. I want to know where everyone is. I want to be with everyone. Um, I have FOMO a lot. Like I just <laughs> like to be in what's going on, but I'm really embracing that, um, this phrase of like, this is not, this is just not my season for that. Yeah. It's my season to be a mom to a three and a half year old and a seven week old and to be a good wife. Like that, that is where I am right now. So if I can't make every event, if I can't, you know, do like hang out with a bunch of friends or, mm-hmm. you know, schedule a bunch of stuff like that, because I feel that my family's needing me, that my husband needs more one-on-one time with me. You know, we both work um, or that I feel like my kids are missing me or something like that. Like I need to embrace like they are my biggest responsibility. And so it's just not my season for that. And, and it's something that this is a concept that I wish I could have embraced in every season of life, even when I was single, when I was engaged, married, had kids, like whatever. And so I do think it spans that sometimes it's just not your season. And to let go of that is Mm going to bring so much freedom to your mind. It brings about a lot more joy Mm -hmm. when you can just say, Hey, you know what? It's not my season for that. Um, And I just, I think, uh, you know, there's this one example, and I don't know why I'm going to say this, but it's just coming to my mind, so I'm going to, but um, there was, um, I was doing ministry with this one girl, and um, everyone around us had really, like, gotten married, started having kids and whatever, and she was still single, and she had been run ragged though. Like it was like ministry because she was single mm. that, you know, people kept calling her, asking her to do the things that, well, we can't cause we got to get, we got bedtimes and well, I'm going with my she husband. Was the most available. She was the yeah. most quote unquote available. And I remember her, she was really broken one night in like a small group. And she was like, do I have to get married and have kids? Like I'm excited to do that so that people will give me a break. And I thought, you know what I'm saying? Which is, you don't really get a break, but it gives you insight into how sometimes that can happen. So for people who are single or who, you know, don't have children yet or anything like that, that you also have full permission to say, it's not my season for that either. And you don't have to wait until you have a a husband and kids to blame it on Mm -hmm. to guard yourself as well, like from just getting absolutely burnt out and exhausted. Um, So I think that would be one of my biggest encouragements. And then another one would be, um, just kind of like we talked about, be, be a mentor in somebody's life. Like whether you have kids or whether you don't find a friend who need, find a mom friend who needs a mom friend to like vent to, or, um, pour into somebody who's younger than you or is new at something, um, that you're, you know, well-versed at, like find someone to pour into, to be that like motherly figure, because even if they have a great mom, um, or a great relationship with their mom, there's stuff that you're going to be able to speak into their lives that their mom never could. Even if they're the best mom in the whole wide world, there's something different about Mm -hmm. someone else who's not your mom telling you, giving you wisdom and like sharing things with you. And I think, you know, whoever is listening, like you've heard stories of people who weren't our mothers, who had Mm -hmm. some of the biggest impact on Mm -hmm. our spiritual lives, on, on what we've learned and come to know about God. And somebody saw in you, Brian, at seven years old, and called it out in you, you know, mm-hmm. where you were going to go in life. And we get to do that for people, whether we have kids or not. It is a responsibility, yeah. even outside of our family, um, to, to pour into the next generation. And that, and, is, that is so real, Sally. And I'm the old one here, so I, I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, I've yes. seen exactly what you're talking about. I have seen the gift of maternal instinct and mm-hmm. love, that mother's intuition that's just given mm-hmm. innately to every single woman. Mm-hmm. And whether you have children or not, there is some maternal instinct in women. Mm-hmm. And there's some level of nurturing that as a man, we'll never get there. Yeah. We can try. Yeah. There's situations where it is a single daddy and he has to try to figure yes. part of that out. But they, and I've, I've got one of my best friends, you know, has, you know, got his daughter, mm-hmm. you know, and he is the best dad in the world, yes. but he'll never be a mother. Yeah. And he knows that, yeah. he, you know, he has to, but he, he'll call moms or he'll call, you know, yes. he, just, he just doesn't, you know, know those kinds of things. So that is what I've seen in my life. And I love, I've just seen that there's something that God has given you ladies mm-hmm. that he just, we, we missed that line. Yeah. We were, we were, all the, the males were playing football or something yeah. <laughs> yeah. when he gave you all that instinct yeah. and that, that level of love that mm-hmm. only a mother can have. And I can't even begin to describe it. I've just, I've just witnessed mm-hmm. it. And as the older person and talking to mothers over the, my years here on this earth, um, if there was anything to encourage, and I've loved that both of y'all have said this, and I hear my wife say this all the time now that our kids are all, almost all three of them are, are adults. 
she she says, I wish I could just have one day when they were three again. Oh, or just one yeah. day when I just, oh, I want to hold my baby. Yeah. I just want to hold. So, you know, from a man, it's hard to give any kind of encouragement to women. <laughs> I mean, but no, yeah. regardless of what's going on in anybody's lives, I've learned that you seize the day. So carpe mm-hmm. diem, yes. seize the moment, you know, just yes. whatever it is, because it's it's not going to be there forever. 100%. Even if you're you're single, whether you're married, when yeah. you got a kid, it doesn't matter. Seize that moment mm-hmm. because yeah. the, the we, we change, our lives change. It's also yeah. that. Evolve. Cliche quote where like the days are long but the years are short. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes, sir. It's the longest, <laughs> shortest time. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, 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 wow. Oh, so I'm good. going home and I'm snuggling. Yeah, yeah. you got to now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Gonna I'm going to leave work too. right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go get my babies. But That's yeah, so no, this is well, this thank y'all so much, ladies, the mothers, yeah. for being here, and to all you mothers, all you women out there yeah. that, you know, keep the world going because that's really how it works <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and i will us. on the mother's day theme this sunday we have been uh everybody knows the last few weeks we've been going through the book of ephesians but this sunday uh we decided we're going to hit the pause button mm-hmm. on ephesians and we're going to talk about mommies Sweet. and we're going to talk about the, the the love that women have yes that you know unfortunately us dudes we <laughs> we just we, we're in it in that particular arena so ladies thank y'all so much for being here thank alex you. thank you my thank friend you. Thank, thank you. you. And if it's okay, I want to close in prayer Let's and we'll get it. out of here. Father in heaven, thank you so much uh, for, uh, we mentioned it earlier. Thank you for just the ability uh, to be able to speak your name through a microphone mm-hmm. uh, and have no idea who's going to hear this or how they're going to hear it. But we're, we're so grateful that you've given us this opportunity and thank you for the love that you have poured into even us as men, but especially with the love you've poured into women um, and how there's just probably more peace on this earth because of the love that you gave Mm -hmm. women. So we thank you for that. We thank you uh, for creation. And regardless of what we do, where we go, who we are, we want to make sure that we give you the honor and glory Mm -hmm. and that it's all for you. We love you and thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, gang. Thank you all so much. Happy Mother's Day out there. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for joining us for this conversation. If you'd like to know more about New River Church and the ministries or opportunities we have for you and your family, please visit newriver.church. If you have a question or a topic that you would like for one of our pastors to cover in a podcast, please visit newriver.church forward slash podcast and send us a message. May God cover you with his goodness and grace and may Jesus always be enough. Talk to you next Wednesday.